Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Truly Rotten Potatoes, Canberra's coolest movie podcast where we watch all the movies and they are called movies and they're all the ones that have really bad ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, usually Siri, zero. play Crazy Frog <laughs> Axel Foley. <laughs> Bang bang. Ring ding 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 ding. Ring ding ding dong dong dong. Ring ding 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 ding. Ring. All right, we're off to a flying start. Imagine if that was our theme song. Anyway, it's 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 kind of inappropriate the the music because it's a bit of a somber somber episode today. We normally have somber. You're here with Declan. You're here with Declan. We're watching bad movies. We've got Hayden. We've got Morgan. And uh, some of our long-term listeners might recognize that we normally have a fourth member. But uh, how do we even put this, guys? Because let me put it to you like this. Three men. Once there were four. This content is not authorized, says uh, Apple Music. I'm trying to do this American line. Oh, sorry. You. IRA Glass. What about IRA (laughs) Glass? No, no, what about no. I, IRA grass? Ah. Oh, you respect I, a grass. I, you like to smoke the weed. Um, what is IRA? The only thing that stops me from blowing up all the all the buildings in Northern <laughs> Ireland is grass. I'm IRA grass. <laughs> and once there were three, really once there grass. were four men, and they recorded a podcast. <laughs> but no good. Sometimes something funny happens. <laughs> Like what about crazy frog grass? <laughs> that tr- do you guys that ever listen to Do you guys ever listen to the true? Daily Podcast, the New York Times Daily Podcast? No. They this guy called Michael Barbaro and he's the host and he sounds quite a bit like Ira Glass and he does it in the same way. He's a reporter from the New York Times, but he's he's got he goes like this is the Daily. Today, here's what you need to know today. And he's got this very similar kind of like nerdy talk radio uh, like public radio voice. And it yeah it drives me crazy. And he and when when he's interviewing people because he's always, he basically gets a reporter on to talk about like a big story of the day, and then while they talk, he's just going, mm, mm, mm. God, that's annoying. Mm. I'm like, you don't need so to you don't need to say anything. Yeah, like he's eating a delicious. Yeah, ever hang toast. out with that guy? Yeah. Mm. Um, Declan, could you please get back on topic? I mean, oh yeah, we're sorry. Trying to focus here. Yeah. Where is Mitch? Uh, Mitch is taking, I guess, what you'd call. Uh, a forced leave of absence from the podcast mm. after some inappropriate behavior, mm. uh, misappropriation of funds. Um, we have a shared debit card amongst us. And, <laughs> and he just kept ordering Uber Eats off of it. Yeah. Um, all the sponsorship you money know is about gone. That? I know yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> he told me about it. It's a reference stayed to a, in my mind. A different friend. That so, long story short, he knows what he did. He knows exactly why he's not here. And I don't know what he did. Yeah. And we're not going to talk about him anymore. Okay. He's done. It's just the three of us. Mm. Let's keep this. We're, today we're talking about the Love Guru yeah. from 2008. Yeah. We don't need him. Technically, not a zero need presenter. Him. Education. <laughs> hey, Mitch. <laughs> leave we that leave Uber that Eats alone. Leave, Uber leave that alone. debit card alone. Mm. Um, yeah, no, we're talking about uh, the Love Guru. It's not on the list. It has fourteen percent. This was Mike Myers's heyday. Um, it, it's it's a fun harken back to the comedy where it was just like one guy's vision. He had a character that he maybe improvised around for a bit 10 years before and he'd already done three Austin Powers movies so they're like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I've got this character called the Guru Pitka. It's Deepak Chopra but it's Mm. me kind of doing an Indian voice. 
So was Deepak Chopra huge at this point? Like, was was he ever particularly huge? Yeah, I huge? think so. Yeah, okay. he's, he, he comes in that, like, new age, you know, kind of Indian enlightenment where people go to yoga and eat, like, I don't know, quinoa. Goji berries. Mm. Yeah, berries. I know his name. Yeah. I definitely know his name, but he's no Terence McKenna. He's no Alan Watts. No, he's... he's no crazy frog. Yeah, I think he goes less on the psychedelic side and just more on the, uh, you can be a better person if you... And then I think he has those catchy catchphrases that Mike Myers kind of parodies in this. As Time well. does not exist. Bob, Bob. Look within yourself. That's my kind of guru. Someone that speaks it. like that. He's so good. Can you turn me up a bit? You're up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, but I know that if Mitch was here, which he never will be again to review <laughs> this movie, he would have said, I feel like... Okay, 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 yeah. all right. Bit there deeper, are a, a little deeper. All right. Yeah. There are a few things I want to touch on about... Okay, let me just <laughs> let me just get my... I, I, no, you go. No, okay. you, no, you... Now, and, I, and I think at that, that yeah. we really... That really sums it up. Really sums yeah. up and then one of us would have interrupted with like five minutes of a riff on the Baby Crazy Matrix frog, or something. Baby Crazy, Matrix. Yeah. And he, would have, he, would have, he would have laughed his head off, but then yeah. sort of like admonished us for having made yeah. the Yeah, he joke. would have given us that look of like, I, I speak once yeah. every five minutes and you guys yeah. didn't then, like took my spot again. That's right. He would have chuckled yeah. and said, come on, guys. Uh, if I could, yeah. And also, if we said something uh, inappropriate, he might have been like, oh, I'm not sure I can be that <laughs> racist. Why yeah. can't he just be racist for once? His face Drives says racist, but his voice says no, his body says. <laughs> mm. He does have the best, probably, voice of the podcast. Oh, yeah. That's well. true. Absolutely. So it's a, it's a bit of a loss. But as I said, we're never going to talk about him again. Mm. He's dead mm-hmm. to us. I do miss him a little bit. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We don't I need to talk get about into my that. feelings. So in 2008, Mike Myers wrote and but produced. But I feel like <laughs> I would like to talk about my feelings toward the crazy frog. Like he's kind of sexy. He's actually pretty cute he's, and actually pretty right. funny. Think about can I, ask and I, actually, I don't think it's that it's bad actually, a deal. Like it's, when it's you think a good about deal. nine dollars, no, it's a good per deal. Ringtone. Can I ask you guys a question? What's your favorite Jamster ringtone? I don't know. I don't know, but it's pretty ironic. Do you guys still pay for polyphonics just online? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Always here's a question. Spree. Would you rather, if you had to have, um, and not sex with, I'm talking a long term, serious, mm. intimate relationship you with. You my interest. Crazy Frog, mm. Louis the Fly from More Teens Ads. <laughs> a similarly uh, Louis gruff the, the CGI you character. You can't trust Louis the Fly. He's mm. a mobster. Am I incorrect in saying More yes. Teen retired that character by like saying Louis the Fly is dead? Is that really what happened? I think so. And well, then he dies at the end of every commercial. So the yeah. the conceit in would be that if he keeps coming More back, it's not a very weak good product. Source, yeah. Mm. But I think they were like, we're going to actually retire him. He's been around for like 50 years. And then people, as they do with change, said, well, hold on a second. I may not buy Mortine. <laughs> I may not use it. But I've seen those ads and I don't want that fly out of my life. That fly has been a constant since I was a child. It's some The only thing I have to live for is seeing that fly on TV. I think he got cancelled because, <laughs> um, you know, like there's more to the name than Mortine. You know what I mean? Mortine. Yeah. He wanted Mortine. He wanted Mortine. He wanted Morgan. Speaking of Morgans, this movie starts, The Love Guru starts with a voiceover from one Morgan Freeman. Now, ah. was that the real Morgan Freeman or was that just a, a voice sound alike? I don't know. Because as we pan out, we re- it, it's revealed that it's our main character, the titular Love Guru. 
recording into like a, a, a um a what like, like a, a boombox voiceover a machine. Voiceover it machine. looks like an yeah. eight track recorder. And the gag yeah. is that it alters his voice to say he's got it switched to Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now I don't know about you guys because your names are not Morgan, but when I see Morgan Freeman or hear Morgan Freeman's voice, I don't think to myself, me and him share the first name. Mm. Now you guys probably do think that yeah, the think same that thing because we yeah. don't have the same name mm. as him. But I'm just wondering, and this is probably uh, something that the listeners would be really interested in as well because it's a really mm. interesting question. Mm. But are there any Haydens or Declans that you don't think? Uh-huh. Oh, that's my name when you see or hear their voice. Yeah. Call in and tell me if you think Declan or Hayden have any Declan or Haydens that they know that they don't think <laughs> about their own name when they see or hear that person's voice. Not really the same thing. There is an actor called like Hayden Christensen though, and mm. my middle name is Christopher. So that's Ooh. that's, that's bit, funny. That's yeah. funny. You know, that's funny. And Daria Morgendorfer has a sister called Quinn yeah, Morgendorfer. That's so weird. Yeah, and, and that I Morgan do think Quinn. about Morgan daily. And, Quinn. and then also in Dexter, there's one character who starts in season three whose last name is Quinn, and also Dexter and his sister last name are Morgan. So sometimes there are scenes where they're calling all the cops into a room and they go, Morgan, Quinn, get mm. in here. And oh, do you know what? That gives me a brain gasm. It gives just me, to hear it gives and me know a that. boner. Yeah, just to hear <laughs> and know that. Yeah, and it's so it. ironic. Yeah. And it's such it, a shame. That is such, such a shame. So, so such a I shame. assumed you were gearing up to do a Morgan Freeman impression. No. I, I was, no. though. Oh, that's the Shawshank Redemption um, model. Oh, yeah. So I was going for an older Morgan Freeman. <laughs> if you, here's, here's him, sort of modern day. The year is the funny thing is in that part where you said so the year is that still sounded nothing like Morgan Freeman like even that part sorry I should only stick to doing Sam Harris which you've established on this podcast I am <laughs> is, is your fir- perfect think, character for some reason I think the trigger phrase for getting into a Morgan Freeman would be my ass <laughs> yeah I think so my ass my ass my ass my ass turn the pages of my ass hmm. Did, what does he does he voice over many films besides the Shawshank? I think that's yeah. a bit of a trope that he over. Yeah, voice. maybe it is just the the Shawshank thing. But didn't he do like a documentary series? As oh well? yeah, he did Into the Nature. Wormhole. Into the Wormhole. He does that voice over. Isn't that a porno? No, not the version you've seen. Yeah. Hey guys, Declan here. Just interrupting myself to do a quick fact check. Morgan Freeman was the voiceover for a show called Through the Wormhole, not Into the Wormhole. You, you idiot, Declan. Anyway, let's talk about this movie real quick. So we start off with the Guru Pitco. It's Mike Myers with a wig and like a beard and stuff. So you were talking before about maybe this was a character that he'd like improvised for ten minutes. Is this potentially one of his like SNL characters? I don't think he did it on SNL, but I did. Um, I have a vague recollection that he said one time he did like a one-man show and he had Austin Powers in it and he had the Guru okay. Pitka. So I think he had been doing it for a long time. Was Austin Powers an SNL thing? Or was that just, did that sort of seemingly come out of nowhere? Yeah, I don't think it was on SNL. Not, I don't think it was before, but I'm what not about the Wayne sure. Brothers? That was on yeah, SNL. That was on SNL. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, there was, was a good reference to Wayne's World in this, and by good I just mean yeah, a reference to. It was okay. He was in, uh, Mike Myers was in a car, and they were listening to the radio in the car, and it went on to Bohemian Rhapsody for a few seconds, mm. and he looked, looked at, the, at camera the camera in a way of like, 
Remember when I did that yeah. song in Wayne's World? Well, I'm not going to do it this time. And that oh. was it. It was like a little three-second Oh, that's, that's shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I watched Coming to America recently. Yeah. And I haven't seen Coming to America. But I watched Coming to America. Yeah. And um, it just seemed to be littered with references to the Coming to oh, yeah. America. Yeah, for sure. Which I could sense, but I couldn't laugh at because I didn't understand <laughs> what they were. Yeah. But Eddie Murphy kept looking at me going, what you think of that one? Yeah. <laughs> Kept saying that. Yeah, remember this from 30 years ago? It's yeah. a little bit like the sequel to the um, Crazy Frog song. Have you seen that? He's uh, constantly yeah. looking at the camera while he goes... Now, Crazy Frog was yes, yes. like I most famous... <laughs> That's Jar Jar Binks as well, but he most famous for his Axel F remix... Are there people that created Crazy Frog that for like two years were incredibly rich and successful and had like no. the Microsoft I, I of their year and they were like, we're, we're going to be billionaires. <laughs> this We're going to have feature films, TV series. Wouldn't it just be that like the company that owned Jamster or whatever the fuck company like also owned the rights to that song? Like it would have been the same record label slash conglomerate and they were like, how can we milk some more royalty fees out of this song that we already own? But was it, was there was big? a point where it was really popping. Was it big outside yeah, of Australia? I think it would have been like I think huge it was a European in Sweden. Thing. Yeah. 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 I reckon it started. We, we get everything late here, especially back then. I think it was already big. But I'm just saying there was a point where whoever owned that IP was like, guys, we are know. printing money. Don't you money. reckon they sold it real early? <laughs> like they sold it too early? Every good story Let's of, have a, of look. a startup bring it up. Has, has someone who got burned who was like, I actually animated the first crazy thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> not looking anything up. <laughs> yeah, I've looked it up and uh, <laughs> discovered it's all true. It's just how you remembered it. It's all true. I bet some fuckwit's written some long form bloody article about Crazy Frog. All right, let's this talk about zapping all the, the love fun girl. out so of this it. Mo- Craggy movie, Frog. Or this Mururi. Muru? This Muru is or potato. Um, is oh originally known as the annoying thing is a Swedish CG. Oh my god! What he was How known did I as know the that? annoying <laughs> thing. I never get credit for pulling thing. out the, the craziest thing. facts. That's pretty damn good. I just w- wish I got some sort of respect from you guys for saying that it was Swedish. Yeah. What pop culture has he popped up in? Created since? in 2003 by actor and playwright Eric Vernquist. Oh, See this dude, I'm telling you, he, there was a point where he was like, I, I was writing serious plays. I was auditioning mm-hmm. for Swedish dramas and I made $10 million from Crazy Frog and I thought that was my life. Fortunately, it died and the rest of my career did. Imagine too. if Hamilton never took off and Lin-Manuel Miranda just had to come <laughs> was up with most the, famous yeah, the some most sort of irritating <laughs> object or something that turned into the wacky toad. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this film is arguably Mike Myers' high point um, in his career. And it starts just like his um, sort of demo versions of this movie, you might say, the Austin Power trilogy. Mm. You know, they're like so-so. Yeah. Um, it has a musical number. It has three musical numbers. Mm. Yeah. And we- it's kind of like one in the beginning, one in the middle, one at the end. Those numbers are one, two, and three. Yeah. Yes, for any of the players at home. He did start to do musical numbers in the Austin Powers movies. Mm. Can anyone name? A lot of Burke Bacharach songs. Yes. Yep, a bit of Burke Bacharach. There was what one do you get in when you fall in yeah, love? There was one in Goldmember where for some reason they sing It's the Hard Knock Life <laughs> in jail. Do you guys remember this? I don't remember oh. the movie very well. Yeah. So he does that in the first one, and then in the second yeah. one, he does another one where he's like, 
Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Burt Baccarat. And Mr. Elvis Costello. And, and then they do oh, like yeah, a duet yeah, together. That's right. What was that yeah. song? That's a good song. Uh, Raindrops keep falling no, on my head. That's one of no, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and then also, <laughs> ring, ding, 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 dong, dong. Drop keep dreaming on my head. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Crazy Frog. So what are the three in this one? <laughs> what does he start with? I don't uh, know. I don't, I don't know. Um, I, e- yeah, each one, one starts of, with him playing a sitar. One of them was... Oh. What, oh, it was fucking God! It was something lame. The first, the opening one. Yeah. So yeah, let's move did on he then. Do magic carpet ride. He didn't do that. No, nah. they do. Thank I think. Christ, yeah. I did like that he had a magic carpet esque thing that he. I sat didn't. On. It was just like, on I didn't like yeah, that at like all. When he reversed in it, it went. Doo, yeah. <laughs> it was very Austin Powers when he gets very ostentatious. Yeah, but when he get in Austin Powers when he gets in that vehicle and in, in like uh, Doctor yeah, Evil's yeah, yeah. lair and he's always like trying to reverse oh, that's and stuff. That was I'll never yeah. fall in love again was Burt Backrack and Elvis Costello. So oh the other one Yeah, the other one was Raindrops one. Keep Falling on My no, Head. No, it wasn't. It was, I no, swear. It wasn't it was what the world oh. needs now. And then it goes yeah. into this like ba 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 Yes, you're right. So where's Wayne Raindrops keep falling on my head? Is that not in the movie either? I don't even think that's a real know. song, man. We probably, I think what, <laughs> we probably shouldn't be um, talking about set the soundtrack of Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, the demo All right, version. so I don't remember what the very first one was, but it definitely ended with him doing the Joker, the one that's like, because oh, I'm yeah. a Joker. Yeah, I'm I, a en- I enjoyed all of these songs, except for the first Joker. one. Because it, it was on the run. it was reflective of the start of the Austin Powers movies where he's doing like a help Beatles thing. He's running away from all the Beatlemania oh, like yeah. fangirls and stuff in Austin Powers. And it's really funny because he's got his, you know, he keeps hiding behind nine to fruit five. objects. That's what it starts with. Oh, nine to five. That's not nine to five, is it? No, that's... Shake it, baby. California. He wasn't doing that too far. Nine to five starts really similar to that, I swear. Because I remember him playing the sitar. Because it's like, stumble out of bed and there's something in the kitchen. Yeah, it goes like that. Yeah, but... We learned that he's he's a affluent uh, Indian guru's yeah. like um, advice giver man who has supported a, by John Oliver. Oh, yeah, hold on, we'll get into people. that. <laughs> But he has like a the mansion, joke they keep right? doing is when they fir- when he does the Morgan Freeman introduction is that the the the, the, s- the town he lives in has a population of seventy six people and it's called Heron Maquista. Yeah, I don't. I am from the town of Heron Maquista. Heron Maquista. Yeah, mm. like Heron Maquista. Yeah, and they keep doing this. They probably do it five yeah, or six sure. times. Well, let's Pizza talk piece. about the silly words and names yeah. that they have in other cultures for a second. <laughs> sure, like in India, yeah, right? they have um something called a uh, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Really? Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> Uh No, thanks. I'll have my uh, nice, calm, not so spicy uh, meat pie. Thanks I'll keep my butter <laughs> on my bread and my chicken in my Subway, please. <laughs> a piece of chicken. Yeah. yeah. Uh, chicken Rogan on the Josh? barbecue. Uh, I don't know about uh, Rogan Josh, but maybe a little Joe, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, yes, please. <laughs> I'll have a, a little check, please. Mm-hmm. Little chick, please. Uh. Good Lord. All right, so I give this movie... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, that's that's the pod. Thank yeah, you very that. much. All right, so we could do a quick plot to this. He's he's the Guru Pitka. He wants to be like J- Deepak Chopra. His only goal is to go on Oprah. 
and then we cut to um, in Toronto. There's the the Maple Leaves, sure. which is a hockey let's, let's team. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, they're not called yeah. yeah. They're, they're called the I Toronto Maple Leaves. Forgot about all the hockey shit. Oh, in this the, movie. the whole plot is about. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Austin Powers or, or well, Mike Myers. We should Myers also touch on um, John Toronto. Oliver's character. Yeah. Is like he's like sort of like the straight man. Sort mm. of is he a manager? Or money something? man yeah. who's like, hey, let's get you onto Oprah. Let's yeah. get you to overtake. Deepak Chopra, you're not good enough, and and Mike Myers, uh, the, the 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 guru, the love guru. I'm yeah. gonna call him because I can't remember his name. Pitka, yeah, uh, is like wrapped up in that. And it's like, yeah, I do want to overtake my rival, Deepak Chopra. I yeah, be but the they're kind of friends. They actually they came up together. Oh, that's right. There's a backstory. Yeah, yes. and you and you see this horrible <laughs> horrible CGI of Mike Myers's adult face on a child's body next to like they're like 12 years old and they're going to like guru school mm. and Ben Kingsley is doing this cross-eyed guru. It's very slapstick. It's very insulting. Who is it? Who is it? Sir Ben Sir Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. I don't know who that is. He played Gandhi, which yeah. I think was part of the joke. Like, okay. Yeah, he played Gandhi. I don't know anything about movies. I should what really else is joining ben? a different He's podcast in the Mandarin. The He's in uh, Sexy Beast. Yeah. yeah. Is what it's called. Yeah, I used to, to see them. that <laughs> video 2000. <laughs> Sexy yeah. Beasts and where to find them. <laughs> the Harry so Potter the, sequel. The JK What's his Ben Kingsley. Ben, ben Kingsley. Sir. You're not talking about Sir. Kingsley's, the popular oh, uh, yes, chicken. Yes, I am talking That's about That's a very Canberra-centric joke. That's I am true. talking about Kingsley's, the burgers are better at Hungry Jack's. <laughs> awesome but chicken. But the chips, yeah, they should say Kingsley's. <laughs> the burgers are better at Hungry Jack's. We awesome accept that, chicken. but we do have awesome <laughs> chips. I would go to a place if they just... Now, yeah. all right, so for people that don't know, Kingsley's is like a local fast food place. He was born place. Krishna Pandit Bunji. Yeah, he is Indian. Oh, that's not fair. I don't like this <laughs> so so Kingsley's right guys There's like three or four of them around um, They have a, a phrase It's a very camera centric thing But what's the The second part of their catchphrase is Unbelievable chicken Awesome, awesome chip for some changed, reason, They've changed it a few for times For some reason I just thought it was like So so chicken <laughs> Awesome yeah. chips Or like pretty good chicken Awesome chips and, For a while and it was just chicken Awesome chips. <laughs> we have chicken and awesome chips. The, the chips are awesome. But what makes them awesome is that it's a crinkle delivered. cut. That's the only difference. Yeah. Just deep fried crinkle cut. No, they're cut. pretty good though. They're yeah, good. They're, they're, put, they're, put some they're, vinegar they're, on there, some gravy. They're quite good chips. I believe honest. Kingsley's is owned by an Indian family as well. Oh, it's a guy fuck, called now Kingsley. I have to stop eating them Literally, as well. it's a guy called Kingsley. Yeah, he's been putting ads out at the moment. Uh, he's always a t- he's, he's trying to get into local politics all the time. He's always like, really? yeah, throwing his weight around the old local Just business. The number of times I've searched Kingsley's home delivery. Yeah, they won't do it. Oh, it's the saddest place it when you go in there. But what I like is the consistency from day dot. It's yellow and red everywhere when you walk yeah. inside. <laughs> Plenty of space to walk Chicken, around. Yellow. Yellow, red. And I know seats, for a fact that they only red. pay their employees five fifty an hour because I once... Auditioned for a job there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, five fifty an hour. Fifteen fifty an hour. Five fifty is what they were offering. How old five five fifty is well 12. below. I was twelve. Twelve. Years twelve. Old. Yeah, I yeah mean, but you can't I don't pay five fifty yeah. to anyone. That's that's well below minimum wage. Wait, can twelve year olds? Yeah, I don't. Take I thought you job? had to be fourteen back when I was a kid, and so that's probably why they could pay you whatever the fuck they wanted. I'm going to straight roughly up 12. say on the record. I doubt your memories. I doubt that five. I was 12, but <laughs> five, 550, I'm getting one of these numbers right. 1550 perhaps makes more mm-hmm. sense. No way. You no way would that. they you pay a 14 year old 1550. Yeah, okay. Not a chance in Flaming Hill. But in Bell's Dry Cleaners, which was also <laughs> owned by an Indian gentleman. And I another was, place you auditioned for? And I auditioned and got the role. <laughs> you worked at Bell's Dry Cleaners? Yeah, in Arendelle. 
Whoa. Right around the corner from Kingsley's Chicken, <laughs> awesome chips. Was there? Oh, yeah. There was a Bell's there. It was connected to Foxy's Fast Photos. Foxy's Fast uh, Photos. Yeah. But they were, accidentally, place. they were accidentally <laughs> paying me uh, manager's wages. They accidentally paid Yeah, they were, I was getting paid <laughs> like $35 an hour, but I was only working on a Saturday. And right. then it was like, oh, yeah, this is fine. This is how I thought. And I was, <laughs> This is what money <laughs> is for a 14-year-old. Yeah, I was ironing trousers all wrong. Like, I was not doing, <laughs> yeah, not doing yeah. a good job. And then, like four weeks later, they the guy came to me and was like, um, "Have you been paying? You've got to pay us back." No. And I was like, "Well, no, no I won't." But you yeah. can reduce my my yeah, you can my fix pay your problem. That's you like, like you, I can share this box of nerds I bought with the money, <laughs> but I can't give you the money back. It's gone. Yeah. I once like kept getting paid for like one of my early jobs for like three months after I was like not gone let, not let go fired well, <laughs> uh, yeah not, not, fired. not let go um, fired uh, <laughs> decided to move on that, who, wait who decided it though they did uh, no no I, I left oh, um, that's a win though because if that yeah, that's a huge actually if left, they fired you and kept paying that's I reckon that's even more of a win yeah, probably. That no. probably is. But yeah, I, I like messaged my old manager. I was like, hey, I'm still getting paychecks. And he's like, I'll check it out. Another month passed. Nothing. Like, um, called him. Can you stop paying me? I'm scared <laughs> yeah. of what will happen. Yeah. Because I'm a pussy. They must have been rolling in it. But I tell yeah. you what is a huge win. They're like, it's a tax deduction for us to just keep <laughs> yeah. paying you forever. I watched uh, The Nugget the other night with Eric Barner yeah. and Stephen Curry. How oh. many times have you watched that movie? I've yeah. never seen it. What? what? No, no, you, you watched the chip shop. The takeaway. Take which is away. Vince Colosimo, you damn Greek <laughs> racist. What did we, what did we, what were we talking about Are the we other day? Are we allowed to say wog? Let's get skates. You, you and me say Oh, wog? you and I, yeah, we've got what, like one eighth Italian blood, absolutely. Oh, so we're going to say <laughs> No, just <laughs> Uh, but you've yeah, got, you've got citizenship, haven't you? That's true. I got yeah, Italian. So you're full. I got Italian citizenship. You're fully blown so Italian. I can say it, um, but I won't say it because it's. Um, but yeah, there was a win news truck in the movie The Nugget. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Win news oh, is regional. No. Yeah, win win mm. is everywhere. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now that's a win. Yeah. It's still cool. Still cool to see that's that shit sick. in the flesh. You know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I did. I saw that movie with Eric Banner and Stephen Curry. They were also in the movie. <laughs> hey, what did, what would Eric Spanner sound like? <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Have we ever done an impression of Chopper Reed on the podcast? Um, no, you haven't. Can, can you tell us your? I can do a, a facial one. That's great. Oh, wow. yeah, it looks really yeah. good for the like listeners at home. He looks just like Chopper Reed. Now like do now there. do chop Chopper watch. <laughs> so he reads, he watches, he listens. Uh-huh. Okay, Chopper, listen. I hear no Chopper. All right, if Chopper no was chopper. watching, he'd be like, "You boys seen the nugget? There's a fucking wind news truck in it. It's <laughs> fucking sick." Is that what he's? I don't know. Like? I don't know. I think he's dead, so he doesn't sound like a whole no. lot. If so I, that's a good impression. If I you were did his uh, friend, I would call him Helicopter Reed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Love Guru. Um, so it, not only is John Oliver in the movie, but so is Stephen Colbert, and they both have. They both came from Colbert. He was the news anchor. He was the, him and Jim Gaffigan oh, was a sports was. Slowly yeah, losing his I was mind. thinking, oh, he's quite funny in this. That's mm. the only time I've ever found Stephen Colbert funny. Oh, Very funny. Because I just uh, thought he was the guy that was the um, 
the commentator in basketball. I just no, thought it was the huh. same guy. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's funny. Who was the commentator in basketball? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I've watched Dodgeball recently, and that's you got Jason, Jason Bateman, Bateman and Gary Cole. Gary isn't it? Cole. Oh, Gary Cole. Cole owns. I love yeah. Gary Cole yeah. and everything. He just seems to have a Brady good Bunch? agent who picks the right movies, like mm. Office Space, The Brady Bunch, Veep. Yes. He's in Veep. Yeah. Um, Gary Cole's Half Hour of Excellence. He's yeah. in West Wing. West Wing and yeah. Veep. That's a, that's he, a can, he can play both. Yeah. He can play both. <laughs> Gay and straight. <laughs> <laughs> Brady Dad and politician. Uh. So, yeah, it often cuts to Stephen Colbert and Jim Gaffigan doing a bit mm. of. Some semi-improvised kind of sports cross I'll take Stephen Colbert. Oh, Stephen Colbert yeah. was also very funny in Kirby Enthusiasm in the arc where uh, they do the producers with David Schwimmer. Who is he, he in that? He's just a well, he's, he's, he's himself, in one right? episode. I think it's uh, episode ten of season four. Oh, just before yes, Larry David yeah. goes on stage, he's he walks up to him and says, "You will fail." <laughs> but I can't remember why that happened. Is he playing himself? No. No, he's playing like a tourist in New York and he's like, honey, we should go see the producers. And then Larry's like, like, nah, I don't think you should see it. (laughs) Something like that. Wasn't his like first thing, the Sarah Silverman show? No, he was on that. He wasn't on Sarah Silverman. He was on Dana Carvey show. Oh God. So he was on, he was on, I think he's like a second city guy. Mm. He was on the Daily Show. Second city. Second city, Chicago. Chicago improv, improv, baby. So it's where Mike Myers is from. Yeah. Okay. Um, But also Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert came up together. They were like a pair. And uh, then they both got jobs on the Daily Show. Yeah. But Carell was always way better than Colbert. Then Carell went big and Colbert had his own show called The Colbert Report. So he was doing news parody stuff for a long time. And now he does a late night show. Yeah, and he, so does John Oliver. He, he that was my whole to, point. He they, used they to both do, did the Daily Show. Now they both have late night shows about the news and talking. It used to be really funny because he did the Daily Show in a sort of ironic right wing character way. Yes. Like he was doing yeah, a Bill, o- Bill O'Reilly top, thing. Bill O'Reilly, yeah. And it just uh, it made perfect sense then. Now it doesn't really make sense. Plus he then st- dropped that whole persona. He's a good interviewer. I really like Colbert. Mm. Anyway, he was he was kind of funny in this. They had an opening joke where they first introduced him, where he was talking about the basically like the Toronto Maple Leafs are playing really bad because Romany Malco, their star player's uh, wife, left him, and then um, and then he has this random joke where he's like, "And there was a vicious attack on Judy Dench that I apologize mm. for. I hope the stitches come out soon." Mm. Yeah, and then it showed a picture of somebody with like bandages all yeah. over their face. That was pretty funny. And that's just a, a little insight into this character who, as the film progresses and we go back to these anchors, we see him uh, his mental health slowly deteriorate in yeah, a very funny he way. He becomes like an alcoholic. And, yeah. and, um, and then they introduce Justin What do you think Timberlake. is the funniest part of deterioration of mental health? I'll start um, with you. Oh, t- for me... Mm. I'd have to and say... be honest. Yeah. If I had anything funny to say, I'd be saying it. But mm. as I don't, I'm going to keep stalling. And it's just, I'm coming up empty on empty. No, so I'm, I'm going to pass. Actually, I've been sitting here while you've been vamping and not being able to come up with anything <laughs> okay, funny cool. about it. 104.7 and we're talking about mental <laughs> no. health deterioration. Get What's down the to funniest th- part? I think of it's funny. You know those guys who like wait at the traffic lights and they just want money for drugs? That's right. They are so funny. Have you what about seen- those people that have totally cracked and they just go straight through every red light that oh, they see trying to actually yeah. cause an instigate yeah. accident? What about those sort of I people? Don't like like they stay in the overtaking lane and they're just going for the head on like the old like I'm just going to mm. I'm just I'm we've got a, uh, a homeless fellow that sits out the oh, front of my one, work. Oh, you've got one, have you? I've been yeah. thinking of getting one for myself. <laughs> well, Lovely. I don't recommend <laughs> Where it. do you put him? Um, there's certain uh, levels to homelessness, of which is a sure, cause that I'm quite empathetic for. I don't want to sound any <laughs> mean here, 
but this guy is what I would call a a, a grumbler, a real POS. a grumbler. Mm. Okay. Um, grumble bum, I guess, sure. could be the term. Uh, grumble bum is in the computer, and right. so it is like a little <laughs> bit unnerving. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? What is that I reference? think I know I went what that on, is. I went on that. <laughs> Grumble Bum is in the computer. I think room. it was Kayama we went to when I was a teenager. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, at one of those knickknack stores, there's just little things you can buy to hang up on the wall. And it was a it was a piece of wood that somebody had just Grumble sketched into it. Grumble Bum is in the computer room. Did you buy it? Why I do bought I know it? it? Yeah, 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 I bought it and took it home and hung it up in, in our family home in Gary for like a, a decade. <laughs> and just, yeah, just hung it up. Where? I'm trying to envision I think it. In Lauren's room, which oh, then turned so into funny. the computer room, I suppose. Uh, grumble bum. Grumble bum is in the computer room. But anyway, yeah, this guy's a real grumble bum. Yeah, and like, I, you know, he probably has pretty hardcore schizophrenia or whatever. <laughs> is in the computer room. <laughs> so fucking dumb. <laughs> What's a computer room? Yeah. I know yeah. they used to exist. I think it was yeah. in Putri's house. For yeah, the there are bloody computers everywhere. Every room's pocket, a computer mate, You know what room. I mean? Yeah. The computer room is my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> my pocket is grumble bum is in yeah. my pocket. Anyway, this guy, when you walk past him, he's off and like you know how sometimes they'll mutter to themselves or just be silent this one will be like and it's kind of scary like i was walking next to this to just a lady who also worked i don't know her we just happened to be walking out and this guy was you know grumbling at her long story short he was grumbling and it's kind of scary because you know some people will panhandle or say like hey can you spare any change or just be muttering to themselves. But this guy like kind of grumbles at you in mm. like a scary growly way. Growl. I reckon he growls he's more growl. than he grumbles. Yeah. yeah. He's like, <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. Do I need to yeah, protect this person that I'm walking towards? Because that's just, in this day and age, sir, that's inappropriate yeah. to mm. growl at uh, me and this young woman. They shouldn't do that. How yeah. young is the woman? Uh, I'm going to say 26. Wow. <laughs> 26. Wow. Oh, wow. That is young. 26. That's what a number. Can we talk about... Can we line? talk about... Can we talk yeah. about... You know what I did? Ladies. I went down to him and I said, if you want to talk to that 26-year-old professional Again, woman, 26. Wow. you're going to wow. need yourself a love guru. Uh, I've got us back on top of it. Guru Pitka. Yes. Anyway, so we're at the Toronto Maple... Toronto Maple the Leaves. Toronto Maple. A run by Jessica Alba, who's obviously inherited it from she's her... She's good in this her rich Is she a father. good actress? I don't think she's ever known for being, like, particularly a good actress. But, not very good in But this. just, like, a good You know who's bad in this? We'll get to it. Mike Myers. Justin Timberlake. All right. Well, yes. So... So she she owns the hockey team that is struggling because Romney Malco, the star player, his wife has left him for an opposing player on a different team who's played by Justin Timberlake. He's a French-Canadian guy called Jacques Lecoq Grande because he has a big is penis. Is he meant to be French-Canadian? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. His accent sounded it's a French. lot like it was being Mexican or something. <laughs> well, they're both on the border of the United States, aren't they? Canada yeah, and... Yeah, same and, shit, right? Yeah. But he's he's doing French, I'm pretty sure. It sounded very much like he was doing Mexican. Mm. Do you, I feel like back in the day, the joke used to be that guy has a small penis or like his penis is so mm. small. Mm. And then at some point around Tipped. the mid-2000s, it flipped yeah. to like, that guy's penis is like hitting the floor and it's chunk anytime he pulls his pants down, that kind of stuff. And that's what this movie is. This is yes. right in the center of that. So yeah, Justin Timberlake 
is French and has a big dick. That's his his character. And he's a better hockey player. Um, he's a goalkeeper though, isn't yeah, he? So it's, it's like a bit weird, isn't it? It just means they're going to come head to head at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're going to come head to head. If With you know that, what I mean. Like, and <clears> the <throat> fact that his nickname is Lecoq, like this movie has a lot of puns and a lot of wordplay. Just calling him Jacques Lecoq, mm. Grande, is not very s- clever. Like there are ones Compared in here that are ones, a yeah. bit more clever. I agree. That's so there's the a right, so, so so this guy on the Maple Leaf team can't play properly because he's he needs his girlfriend back. Yeah, and his hands keep shaking and he just can't focus on the game. He's playing terribly. So Jessica Alba goes, "Oh, I know what we need. We need to bring in a love guru to help you set your mind straight and <laughs> help us win some games because we're gonna lose the That's Stanley what it's Cup. For. That's why he's there. That's what he's doing. And then, so she goes off to like one of his um, conferences or performances where yeah. lots of people come and gather and they listen to his wisdom. He gets up on stage and there are lots of gags. Where lots of like, acrostic poem yeah, that's gags. Right. So he'll be like, or he'll be like, intimacy is into me, I see. Mm. And just wordplay about that. He just keeps showing words. And then like each word will be like, you know, like I can't think of any of yeah. them because I didn't take notes. But yeah, each letter of the word will. Oh, well, let's say uh, nowhere, now, here. I mean, let's just say it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, one of the examples. That's not a, so brave, yeah. Morgan. One of them is drama, but I forget what the D R A M A R. Yeah, but that that's that like shit. the whole movie is stuff. structured around that one. Like yeah, he, he, he works Romany Malco through yeah. all of those and letters. You, you get a little shot of John Oliver. He's working the desk. He's sort of yeah. in control of the visuals, and so y- you get this feeling that he's sort of the brains behind mm, the operation. And that's that right. He's the really giving it his all. He's trying. He's, he's trying to manage this career. Speaking of brains, I found the character of the Guru Pitka to be quite hard to get a grasp on. I was like, okay, so this guy, he's not a charlatan. He's no. not like, he's not a white American guy pretending to be Indian. He was he was legitimately raised in India under these Guru people and trained just like Deepak Chopra. Mm. So he's not like just there to be like, I'm really just a dirty guy mm. who puts this wig on and takes money from rich Americans. So he's kind of a well-meaning guy, but he's also a bit of an idiot, but he's also just kind of silly and fun as well. And, yeah, and I don't find that confusing at all. I is he is he good at his job though? Is he effective? That was what uh, I was wondering. I'm like, is he an idiot or is he actually good at what he's teaching? I, or is I he just he, honestly a bit of both? there are so many similarities between him and the Austin Power character, which is exactly that, right? Austin Powers is like a good a spy. good spy who's yeah. dumb <laughs> yeah. and also like well-meaning. It's yeah. literally the same character, except and so I think that I found that about him fun and enjoyable to watch. Yeah. And like I was never at any point being like, oh, it's a bit weird that he's like betraying an Indian man when that role could have gone to a real Indian. No, no, mm. they they yeah, they no, but it could have. They mm. they gave that background if, if, to if, cover that issue. If um. Mm. Speaking of brains, did I ever tell you guys about the time in year three that there I'll was some of my brains? Yeah, that there was a brain. Uh, we were dissecting sheep's brains as a. I, don't even I never did that. I, I always saw that on American yeah. science class movies and stuff, but I never have done that what, myself. What American science class movies? Just any any TV what, show set in a high school. What are your favorite American well, science let's, class let's movies? Let's just say it. Weird let's just science, say it. Maybe? Season six, episode twelve of The Simpsons, Lisa the Vegetarian. That's the, not a movie. Oh yeah. Well, let's it's just not a, say it's it. not an it's American not a science way. class movie. Yeah. There's uh, always like we're cutting open a frog. We never, I never did that in school. I don't I even know where they would have got the brains from. 
Like, where do you do. get 24 sheep's brains? You can buy them, I think, from a butcher or whatever. I guess that's where they get them. But for what reason other than to dissect them? That is such them? a weird thing to be like, hey, 14-year-old, cut open this sheep's brain. Why? Just in case you yeah, ever become like a neurosurgeon or a butcher. We just yeah. looked inside them and didn't, there were yeah. no conclusions. Drawn. It's not like you're <laughs> putting it through it an MRI and like learning all this stuff about how its brain works. Yeah. You're just like, well, so here's the guts of the brain and here's the heart of yeah. the brain. Yeah. Which is, I, I, again, I never took it, so I assume that's what's inside. Uh, yeah. So we all dis- dissected these brains in the wet room. Did you guys have a wet yeah, we room wet in primary school? Yeah. yeah, but that was just where we painted. Yeah, we call it the wet room. Yeah. <laughs> Painted blood on the wall. That's the end of the story. No, but we dissected all these brains, and um, uh, then like a few weeks went by, and there was this smell in the in the facility in the unit. And at first, Frank the janitor found like a couple of dead rats in the air conditioner or something. Good. And then one day, I was sitting next to my good friend Anthony Harms. <laughs> And I just, I would just outright accused him of pissing his pants. I'm like, <laughs> "Did you piss your pants, dude? It smells really bad." No, you did. You pissed your pants. Oh my god, I know it. And then, like a week later, Miss Narayan uh, opened <laughs> it's up. It's a very inside yeah. names. Yeah, she was like, "So we did find out what the she did find <laughs> out what the smell was. <laughs> <laughs> we did find out what the smell was." And the smell was coming from the wet room and it was in one of these desks. Do you remember the plastic desks you could just lift up and you could keep all your shit in there? And there was a brain in there. Ew. And then uh, and then she's like, does anybody know how this got here? Or whose brain was it? And, and then you're like, but Anthony pissed his pants. <laughs> yeah, at least I didn't piss my pants. <laughs> and then I remembered like, oh, that's just the sort of thing that I would do is like put something away for later. And be like, oh yeah, I'll get back to this. I'll get back. And then I... It and was exactly, you? It was me. And oh, I had gross. put it in the desk and just left it oh, there. Man. Like, I'll get back to it later. Everybody else was like, no, I'm throwing my brain out. I was like, no, I'm going to come yeah, back yeah, and have a brain. look at this weird this brain. This is primary school. I've heard of brain yeah. freeze, but I've never heard of brain, brain draw. Putting a brain in a drawer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. I know you have. That's what's so funny I didn't about take that. that class in high school <laughs> neither. Draw. All right, so what else do we need to say about this movie? Comes to the, thing. the other gag is that he's constantly uh, saying things and saying just like I say in my book and then he yeah, like and it has a different a book, book and it's like a really long title and again, I didn't Sometimes they're just like it. children's phrases. They're just like, right. I know you are, but what am I? Yeah, that kind right. of thing. Yeah, yeah, some of them are really bad. And like when you think about like, that's an opportunity in a yes. writer's room to just sit down and have knock the those best out one. for half a day. That'd yeah. be heaps of fun. But and and you know that it's not an improv because they've gone and made the prop That's and they've right. printed the cover because he always holds it up. He has a hundred books and they're, 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 they're missed opportunities. The first yeah. book, no. What was the first book? You guys just said. I can't remember. What oh, I know you. No, are, the, what am I? No, the yeah. first one that he holds up is like something is wrong and I don't like it, so stop doing that thing or something. Yeah. That was very funny. Yeah, they get, they get very specific to like the conversation he's happening. Yeah. He's like, just like one of my books, and then he says it. Um, it was an all right joke. I, I don't mind like a few of these runners. I just didn't think any of the wordplay was particularly like clever. Like you mean the acrostic things? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't mind into me, I see, and I didn't mind now, here. Those sounded like they could just be real ones from one like a deep... a jizzer song. Um, Bible, uh, basic instructions before leaving oh, Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's mine. I came up with that. Yeah. That's, like, that's like a literal yeah. old hip-hop track. 
I agree that it wasn't funny, but for some reason I still enjoyed him giving the lecture in the same way that I like watching Alan Watts or used to enjoy a bit of Jordan Peterson. Just like somebody just absolutely yeah. going for it and being like, this, this is what I think. Yeah. Everybody should agree that yeah. this is the way. I mean, come on now. The, 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 the presuppositions that people yeah, assert si- upon What's Jerry these Seinfeld things? doing? <laughs> yeah. I was doing Alan Watts. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, there's uh, the name of the guru, Ben Kingsley, is Tugin Mipuda. That's right. Which is, again, not Great. that good. But yeah, we see this weird little um, CGI Mike Myers. And there's a lot of physical gags that are just like Ben Kingsley going cross-eyed and like pouring tea through his nose and stuff like that. Yeah, that and then crap. And then Mike Myers <laughs> drinks it and he like finds a booger in it and he's like, oh, oh. and yeah, that, it's very like, this would be funny if you were like eight years old, but unfortunately yeah. I'm not. Um, there's that also, is unfortunate. Yeah. And what about... Rick Mayle manages to make that stuff yeah, really exactly. funny in the young ones. In the ones. young ones. It's just so. still funny. Yeah. What about the one where... Um, uh, Ben Kingsley is asking Mike Myers as a kid, like, what what happened to your parents? And he's like, my parents were missionaries, and then uh, before that, they were they were doggy stylists. So after that, they became <laughs> stylists for doggies. It's like, yeah, oh, okay. So they worked in doggy style before the missionary position. And then Mike Myers does this improv. Where he goes, very funny. My parents are dead, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like got that stupid like adult size yeah, head yeah, on yeah. a kid's body. Yeah. 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 Um, I really wish I'd written down some of the moments that made me laugh. It's such a What shame. about the celebrity cameos? We got Val Kilmer in there for sure a second. We, we got Jessica Simpson sure at the height do. of her fame. Yep. And then we've got Mariska Hargitay, yep. as we mentioned in a previous episode. <laughs> and they just smash them all into like 10 seconds, don't mm. they? Like he's literally just meeting and yeah. greeting them. There are more, aren't there? Uh, I can't think of there more. Is not, not in that moment. There yeah. are others later in the... There's a fake Wait, Oprah. Oprah. Oprah's not actually in it, yeah. though, is she? Yeah. They've, like, voiceovered her and still used a bit of stock footage of yeah. her from her show, but they don't actually have her in it. I wonder why they couldn't get Oprah. Yeah. Harkens back Oprah to when sucks. they had Jerry Springer on Austin Powers, yeah. too. He did love his, like, current pop culture, mm. you know, worlds. It's just... It's funny, because Oprah just did that big interview with Harry and Megan that like a lot of people are talking about. Why do people like Oprah so much? Um, I think because she gets to to it. She gave people cars. Yeah, that's true. I I watched some of that interview with Megan Markell and... Christmas Harry? Chris Cornell. Christmas Christmas Harry? Is that his name? Yeah, Christmas (laughs) Harry, Chris Cornell and Megan Markell. Chris Cornell? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I've never seen them talk before. Have you ever seen Suits? Oh yeah, I saw a bit of suits. Yeah, yeah that's that's, that's uh, it's weird to see Megan Markle in suits from. for oh, like seven that? seasons. Good on yeah. her. Get yeah. a girl. Yeah, suits. Oh is crap! There's another character that we haven't spoken about, <laughs> oh, which is, there is. Vern Troyer. <laughs> yeah. Vern Troyer is he the guy who's who purely he there to be? Song? No, a he's, he's like a smallman. Oh, it's the smallman. It's yeah. And oh, the, and the best, be the funniest part the of the whole of movie the, is the, the one team. blooper they show over the credits where they're like, sorry, yeah. we've got to take that shot again. All I could see was people's asses. And he goes, now you know how I feel. Yeah. And then the, pe- and the then crew it, goes, yeah, wow. They go crazy. And then it slow <laughs> fades to black, almost like it's about to show his face saying, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is a good little joke to have on on the set. Like, yeah. I'm glad that he cracked a good one. But it is weird that, like, the only blooper they show is just one improv off-movie line. Yeah. 
and and it just stays there after he makes it and you see all these people like from behind and their butts are kind of shaking with laughter as he just stands there like shit go down someone's (laughs) leg (laughs) like that the face that you do after you've made a good joke is Mm. is really hard to like it's like this proud face and so you just sit there like that was pretty good wasn't it but but like it just stays on him for like an extra 10 seconds yeah he he drank it in well yeah he he really didn't his his name is coach Cherkov, which is meant to sound (laughs) like Cherkov, right that is not cool but it was funny when somebody kicked him into the goal pants that's character i'm guessing that's one of the one of the anchors richard pants yeah Yeah, richard pants And I think pretty early on, he's like, Richard Pants. Yes, that's right. Dick Pants. Mm-hmm. They really, really spell it out for so, us. So the main, the main like, aim or, or, or goal for uh, uh, Rabbi Pitka, I'm going to call him, uh, for Guru Pitka is to get on Oprah by fixing this team and, and yeah. mending the relationship between the hockey player and his ex-girlfriend. And then eventually by proxy, become the number one um, guru guru in in America or whatever. Yeah. And so that's the goal, right? He's constantly trying to get the get um, this woman to break up with Lechok. Yep. Get back together with whatever the fuck the hockey player's name is. Mm. And then in the process, make the team better and then also land an interview on Oprah and become number one. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't count. On falling in love with the owner of the team, yeah, Jessica Alba. Yeah, I didn't know what she did. I knew she was there. Owns the team. Her, her father owned the team. Now she owns the team, and yeah. the whole of Canada hates her because she Toronto hate her. Because she's Toronto hates her because she's running it into the, the ground. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Um. So what about the part where <laughs> Vern Troy is sitting down on his legs? I think in that position. What do you call it when you fold your legs? Lotus. Lotus. Yeah. And um and he finally gets up at the end. He goes, oh, if I sat like that any longer, I would pop my dink bag. Mm. <laughs> what that means? What's yeah. a dink bag? <laughs> I would pop my dink bag. Sack? Yeah. But for a little yeah. person to say that, it's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, they probably have different anatomy to yes. us. Like they probably do have a dink bag. <laughs> we, we have we have a small person at my like just outside my workplace. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a bit of a grumbler. <laughs> <laughs> he's a growler. He's a growler. It's probably his dink bag needs checking. <laughs> So I did like it when, uh, what is his name? Uh, Werner Herzog? Or what <laughs> was the little guy's name? Rest in peace. I like it when he gets hockeyed into the hockey net. That was really funny. Do you remember yeah, I that? I mean, like, that, that was oh, yeah. the, It wasn't the him. Austin it was Austin Power a, movies and in this movie. It was just like, yeah. all right, let's knock the little man off yeah. something or yeah. throw him into a And, and I'm pretty really sure, I, I believe <laughs> Mike Myers in real life became really good friends with Vern yeah. Troyer. He's in those movies. They worked with each other for years. He put him in this movie, finally gave him dialogue but there's still parts where he like first sees him and he does like what he does in Austin Powers where he does like the the mole mole where he like just can't not so he's just looking at you and he's like you're small you're small (laughs) it's so funny it's a good bit it doesn't I don't know it feels it's feel very (laughs) just like insulting to be like it is insulting and so obvious as well like so just like a cheap internal monologue you have when you see someone with like a weird deformity on their face and you don't want to look at it it's Mm. funny because we all go through it because we're all attractive able-bodied people you know what I mean but Mr. Guru throughout the film also just makes tons of like childish jokes to people like you know they're feeling down or Mm. blue and he'll just say some stupid knock-knock joke or something oh there's one where he goes uh, 
if your Uncle Jack helped you off an elephant, would you help your Uncle Jack off an elephant? <laughs> That's good. I think that one made me laugh. There's one where they're in oh, the... I'm laughing at I've it got now. a line that I wrote down here. I don't remember what, what the context was, but one character says, what's wrong with shark skin? And then another character just says, more like gay skin. Am I right? Oh, what is oh, that? Wow. It was just like just a, a really, really bad joke. What? More like gay skin. Yeah. I think yeah. it was Austin Powers' character, or Mike Myers' character. <laughs> no, it was Austin Powers' character. Um, Look, I, I, I don't think this movie was like that. Like, I would say that I, again, we, we, we talked about this last pod, but I don't remember Goldmember very well, but mm. I found this funnier than Goldmember from memory. This is, this is pretty I funny. I totally agree. Yeah. I think it was I mean, better than Dodgeball. Oh, the middle song he sings is more oh. than words, and he sings it romantically. Yeah, what is that? More than it's like this duet kind of thing, is it? Or it's like a you know, I more kind than of words can't be da, da. more. Yeah, I don't know. It, like I, he he sings it to Jessica Alba, and it's all romantic. Mm. And shit. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. bring up two two additional things we haven't mentioned. One is that he has a chastity belt. Yes. Oh, yeah, it was installed on him when he was a kid. I think by yeah. his. Um, Oh yeah, so he comes all the time. No, he gets like, a boner and it tings against tongue, the metal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, and so Jessica Alba will be like, "Hey," and he'll be like, "Oh, she'll maybe get a bit too close or give him a hug," mm. and he'll be like, "Ding!" Oh, I can't. And then he also yeah. has to turn her down because this is this is the moment where we're meant to feel sorry for him because mm. he can't he can't like I don't know like make out with her I guess yeah and he's like, oh no 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 I can't I can't and then she feels like she's turned down it's like no you don't understand it's Jessica not you Alba. yeah it's not yeah it's such a <laughs> shitty moment in the movie but then there's another yeah. thing where the crux of what's really affecting the hockey player man is that he can't stand up to his mother and that's also yeah. what's destroying the relationship so he needs to stand up to his mother to overcome his major problems yeah and then uh, she'll take him back and he'll feel empowered and he'll be good at hockey again. Yeah. I don't And that's what this is that's what Rabbi Pichter needs to solve. <laughs> Rabbi Pichter. You, you know how we talked about there being the John Oliver character who's kind of like the side man, the manager, the business guy or whatever. Yeah. There's also an actual like assistant guy yeah. who is an Indian guy. Oh who yeah. He's has like even less of a character, but just like sings the songs with yeah. him yeah. and shows up every now and well, then. He's well, he's the he's angel, the and angel John on the shoulder. The that's right. Yeah. But and so John Oliver's pulling, it, and what happens is, um, just to speed the fucking uh, narrative along, is that in order to expedite this and get onto Oprah sooner, he skips a couple of the letters in drama, <laughs> yeah. which is his five-stage process, D R A M A. Yeah. Um, he skips a couple of these. One of them being actually having his client confront his mother and get over this. So he says, oh, you know what? Don't worry about it. You're actually fine. Go back and play hockey. And it, it, mm. it works a little bit, but the angel on his shoulder is like, you didn't follow the process. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, John Oliver's like, nice one. Now we can go and yeah. go on Oprah. Yeah, because Romany Malko's hockey player does start to perform better at some point. And at one point they go to a bar and oh, yeah. Daniel Tosh and Ron Hubel come up and they, right. they get into this fight. 
I found this fight to be really funny. Just like I love a good something was funny about this. I think the re- resolution was really yeah. Funny. So they they're all fighting. It just turns into like a classic everybody punching each other. It cuts to Mike Myers just being bashed by two like ten year old girls in pink dresses, just like beating the shit out of him for no reason. It's just like all physical comedy. They end up being like thrown out these windows at the end. Mm-hmm. But then the four of them that were fighting like <laughs> yeah. all have a laugh together. Yeah. Oh no! And Ron Hubel's got like this big That's bit of glass right. in his head. Piece of glass in his head yeah. and he pulls it I out and they all I didn't even see Rob Hubel in this movie. Yeah. I must have missed this scene all, all together. It sounds funny. It was ridiculous. It was a fight right. scene. There's also a scene where I can't remember why, but um, they're on the ice hockey rink. It might be in front of everybody or it might be on like a training day. And Mike Myers walks an elephant onto the ice hockey rink and then... He has oh, a st- no, that, that, that's that's the <laughs> climax the of the game. That, oh, okay. That's how he distracts that's and right, like puts oh, you in a good mood. For distract. Yeah. You've got to distract yourself. Which yeah. I don't know if that's really. This how. is ju- just before he does the penalty shot at Justin Timberlake at the at the end. I think. Yeah. 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 True. So it's, Mike yeah, Myers this brings on big two big elephants. <laughs> they fuck on the ice. <laughs> yeah. No, hold on. They fuck to the song "Baby Did a Bad Bad Thing," <laughs> which is even more weird. It's just like, why is that the one? like like doing his classic sort of Austin Powers like ooh yeah, but, but he's ooh. on the elephant as it's doing it and it, so it Sorry, keeps showing everyone. him being like whoa whoa yeah. like fucking like, the elephant I'm sort of half like trying to stop it but also yeah. half enjoying the fact that and it's then you happening. just hear whoever sings that song I forget his name Chris so Isaac like, yeah you ever been following the one on the three when I'm following breaking in two which is just like it's such a weird song for the horniest song that elephants know yeah our friend Adoido used to love Chris Isaac and he would just put yeah. on a wicked game all the time. Wicked game. Uh, anyway, they distract him. Romany Malko hits the winning penalty against Justin Timberlake and uh, they win no, the game. Well, yeah. And, yeah then, and then Mike Myers gets his chastity belt off and they all sing The Joker. And I think the reason they sing The Joker is just to explain why his character is called Maurice Pitka. Because there's a line in that song that's like, some people call me the space cowboy, you know? And then he goes, some people call me Maurice. And and his character's been called Maurice this whole time. I feel like he just named him Maurice so he could sing that song. Okay. Um, There's one other scene I want to mention, which is, uh, for some reason, Mike Myers' character is like, I've got to go spy on Justin Timberlake, maybe to get to know him and see what he's at. So he, like, goes to his house and um, he's doing stupid dances in his underwear and there's like a guard rooster on the deck of this house and so Mike Myers has like a really stupid physical comedy scene where he sees this rooster and it like zooms into his face and zooms into the rooster's face and then the rooster jumps on him and you know those shots where like there's someone holding like a toy rooster like a fake rooster and someone's just throwing feathers on them and he's holding it to his own throat and like shaking it as if it's getting him. Yeah, that happens. And then, and then he shows up all covered in like rooster um, feathers and, and shit. And then Justin Timberlake's character is like, what, what did you do to, yeah, what did you do to my rooster? <laughs> yeah. And it reminded me of the scene in gold diggers where the house, the, the gardener is choking because the, They've been poisoned. Oh, that, yeah. Because yeah, it's like there's the two characters in the foreground behind them oh, is yeah. a glass door yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like an, a funny scene going behind them. Mm. Is that oh, they yeah. Don't know. Glass door death yeah. is always very Classic funny. Classic glass door death. Um, I really wanted Justin Timberlake to be funny in this. Well, Justin so Timberlake he was a shame-ish in The Social Network. Yeah. And he's he's not very funny in, in The Social Network. No. no, but he was the charisma he's, in the yeah. whole. Good. He's very good in the Trolls movies. And Shrek 4 or whatever. He's also quite good in the music 
movie in, in the songs. Songs. Yeah. Really funny songs. Funny Sexy song. Back. Yeah. Remember He's in Sexy Back when Timberland funny. comes in and just tells you what the next part yeah, of the song well, is? Well, he doesn't just tell you. He tells you. He instructs you on <laughs> taking it to whatever that part yeah. of the song is. Take, take it to, to the chorus. Yeah. Take it to the bridge. Yeah. It's like it's our job to do that. And like, I was like, I'm I thought, wait, did you say take it to the bridge or take us to the Matthews Bridge, mm. which is where Fred Durst used to ask yeah, John right. Otto to take uh, us. That's right. Yeah. At least he specified <laughs> who would be taking us to. And to which bridge. That's right. Um, Justin Timberlake is, is has some funny songs. I'll agree with that. Yeah, love's um, toned. I mean, when has <laughs> love ever love been toned? Is toned? When is it ever? It's always <laughs> quite flabby, in my experience. Mm. I um, think that she knows. I, I think, think that, that she, she knows. knows. Yeah. So you know, anyway. obviously, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, the high watermark of Mike Myers' career. High water is that yeah. a high, thing? What does high that mean? watermark? Watermark so is something that you. What are you talking about? Uh, the height, the water raises to the top of the no. swimming pool, and then as I it evaporates, think you're using the right phrase. No, because as it evaporates, it would leave a mark. Okay, okay, all right, okay. Okay. all right, all right. Okay, let me just say. No, like a dam. You know, a dam has a watermark on it. It shows you where the water has been at its highest point mm. because it leaves a mark there. That's a high watermark. Right. Yeah, so not sure I don't know this, what so else a high watermark it. could be. I honestly don't know. The truth is that the this movie did really badly. No one liked it. It got 14%. Mike Myers did not write and star in a movie since, and it's been 13 years. Until now, I'm happy to announce that the Crazy Frog movie uh, <laughs> is being released. Tomorrow, and I'm in it as John Oliver. And here's my audition tape. Uh, I'm John Oliver, and I think that um, politics is good and capitalism is bad. Well, hold on a second. How can he be John Oliver (laughs) if I am John Oliver? (laughs) I mean, really, Donald Trump... Tries to enact an executive order and it's at the seventh five. Hang on, The difference between your impressions are one, you get the voice much better. Two, you're able to pull the kind of specificity uh, yeah. that I'm unable to. I just said the word politics. <laughs> yeah, you just said. <laughs> and commented that it is bad. <laughs> That's the mark of a true impressionist. That's true. I don't need funny quips. I just get straight to the... And while we are pontificating yeah, on the malfeasance of Morgan's great doing? impression here, absolutely uh. beautiful, I would like to get you in an armbar and take you into the ring, slam you down. After all, I am Russell Brand. Well, step into the ring, my friend. Because as I, um, my name is uh, John Olivia, Olivia Newton, Olivia Newton, John Oliver. I'm hopelessly devoted. (laughs) I've got chills. I'm John Travolta Oliver. It's John Travolta (laughs) Oliver Stone. Have you seen my movie Wall Street? John Travolta Oliver Stone. John Travolta, Olivia Newton, John Stone, John Snow. I'm gonna be honest. This movie was not that bad. I, it really wasn't. I, I saw this movie in cinemas with my partner, who I'm still with, and we rewatched and, it together. And you, you put that down to watching this movie together. Uh, while you're still together. The fact that the love guru kept us together mm. for all these years. Mm-hmm. Is magical. And yeah, we watched it and we were like, look, it's not great, but it's still watchable and fun enough. It's It's not too long. It's better than uh, Austin Powers 3. Did Austin Powers 3 like review okay? 
I don't. I think it was pretty in the middle, maybe uh, like sixty percent or something. Look, it's better than Austin Powers three. It's as oh, see, people will not like hearing this, but I think it's as good as Wayne's World. Ow, Morgan, I'm I so sorry. Not like hearing that. I don't Wayne's World's fine, Wayne's but World like is it fine. has as much like I dead. Yeah, boring yeah, I space as this did. Wayne's World is not. If, the only good. reason I'm watching any of these movies is for the gags, and they're yeah. distri- the good yeah. gags are distributed ten to fifteen minutes apart. Yeah, and that's about the same like cadence that the good jokes are delivered in um, uh, Austin. Yeah, uh, Austin Powers is a little bit more bang for your buck. Although I did rewatch the first one recently, and I don't know, maybe it was because I'd drunken twelve beers beforehand, and it was one a.m. and I needed to go to bed, yeah. but. He didn't like Maybe it. Maybe it as wasn't. Much. It, it was. It was fine. One's pretty yeah. good. It does have one of my favorite jokes of all time, which is when they're playing poker. Uh, no, they're playing. <laughs> yeah, they're playing blackjack, blackjack yeah. and the guy gets to twenty, and uh, number two's got an eye patch. He can see through the cards, and he's like, "Hit me!" And the yeah. guy's like, "You have 20. He's like, yeah. "Hit me!" And he goes, and he "I like 21. to live dangerously." Like, I like to live dangerously. He's like twenty-one, and everybody claps. And then yeah. Austin Powers has like five. And he yeah. raises an eyebrow, and he's like, "I'll stay, <laughs> sir. You have five. I also <laughs> like to live dangerously." <laughs> <laughs> it's like the best yeah, thing I've ever good. seen. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of good jokes. Number two work for, yeah. which is fine. That's I also like that. I don't like that, that comes straight up. What did you eat? <laughs> there's one joke in there, like <laughs> where where Doctor Evil's just on a spinny chair and he loses control and he spins around over and over again and then he stops and he just has his hands down in like that that when you're really nauseous and you're trying to like, yeah. and he just goes, he's just spitting on like holding spit down and going, <laughs> okay, sick as a dog now. It <laughs> still cracks me up. Uh, yeah, it is good. And even just Will Ferrell's I think stupid when I first death. Did, yeah. Oh, I'm very badly burned, oh, but yeah. I am not dead. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And he wears a fez as well, which yeah. makes it super funny. Um, when I was a like young lad coming up and first saw those movies, I didn't realize that like Mike Myers also played Yeah, Dr. I didn't know Evil. that for a no, long time either. No. Yeah. Maybe by the time the third one rolled around where he was playing Fat Bastard and Goldmember as well. Fat Bastard is very oh, funny God. as well. Yeah. That's why Just I, the didn't idea like that of a I didn't like the I didn't like the Goldmember character. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's not definitely funny. not as good as right. as any of the others. And I don't really think this guru character was that strong of a character it either. It wasn't strong, but yeah. it was just Austin Powers. Yeah. Again, it was the same thing, except it was Indian. He was pretty likable. He was kind yeah. of fun, the way I he would like so. kind of tickle people and do these jokes to him. And yeah, get you people. liked him. Yeah. I, I liked him. Uh, me, me and him are going to hang out this week. Something about this kind of movie, it doesn't feel like they really make these anymore. There, there was a stage where you could have like a, a top star, like a Ben Stiller or a Will Ferrell. You could have a Zoolander. You could have mm-hmm. an and they would Powers. basically just do a character... In a funny wig and an outfit, and you could like do the voice Maybe like that. Maybe a little bit of blackface. <laughs> yeah. yeah, back then you could do a little bit. Um, oh, Kenny, the Australian guy. Yeah. The toilet man. I haven't seen that one. No. Nugget. <laughs> but I just feel See, like. See, the reason I think that that's the fast food one is because like you buy chicken nuggets from a fast food place. Oh, yeah. And whenever you say nugget, I just think of a chicken nugget. Well, it's because Stephen Curry is in both of them. And well, you, know what, you, know Curry Curry you know what? Song song you know what song's in the yeah. takeaway? Yeah. You know, I'm lazy. I like to get funky. I like to get funky. Hey, that's how it is. Stephen Curry. That's Stephen Curry. And he's got like bongs and stuff. And he's just rolling out of bed, scratching his stomach, bourbon. And then Vince Colosimo's coming and saying, like, Juxtaposition. That's, that the, that's the opening montage, that's isn't so it? Yeah. Good. Say, lazy, I like to get funky. Like, uh, <laughs> these two are so different. Yeah. 
does one run a restaurant and the other one runs a fast foodie? I or think does they both do work they both at the same yeah, restaurant. But it's just they run restaurants next to each other, don't they? No, I think mm. they both work at the same one. But and they then don't get along, The right? competitor is somebody else altogether. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's or like a McDonald's guy comes in. He starts a oh, McDonald's-type franchise. Yeah, they franchise. are competitors and then the lesser of two yeah. evil. Or, yeah, know, they com- hate each other. Enemy. They hate yeah. each other, but then, yeah, they, they get the common enemy. put aside their classical slash 28-day music tastes to actually run a fucking small Everybody rip it up. What no, is yeah. the? Oh, hold on! I have, I have, oh. a, I have a memory of Hayden coming to my school when I, I have, was about. I have a memory of Hayden coming. Yeah, I was about ten years old, and yeah. you must have been like twelve or thirteen. Sure. You, you came to my primary school oh, and, came, and performed right. Twenty Eight Days, Rip It Up. Yeah, bro. On just, on like the. I don't even think you were on stage. I think you were just on the floor. And you, like... You on the floor. Like, on the floor of the... It was the, a hall, of the right? hall. It didn't have yeah. a stage. There was no stage. Yeah. Like, no, our, our stage at Gilmore had a Why floor. didn't they put uh, us on the fucking stage? stage? Yeah. What a bunch of fucking cheap cucks. I the duck. We were just sitting on the okay, ground. I remember that. Well, they played um, uh, Turn Up Your Stereo right, by yeah. Eskimo yeah. Joe. Turn up, turn up. That was on their first EP before even was Girl it? came out. Was it really? It was not even I on their first record. I, I could never if you see my girlfriend. Yeah. You're listening to Triple J. Then I also have a memory lame going through all of Memory lame. Eskimo Joe songs. We've got Eskimo Joe himself. Eskimo, why are you fucking so cool? Well, I reckon that the funniest thing about memory illness. red wine. Why is that? come from what does it mean morgan do you remember in high school when hayden got on stage in the talent show and just went ring ding 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 big night out oh, chisholm high school we night used out. to have a, a, a talent show called big night out mm. which was kind of like big day out but uh, like better mm-hmm. and like more well known let's, well let's count through some of the hit performances that i performed there there was don't forget me by the red hot chili oh, that was a banger yes. gib was on the guitar yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounded like. Uh, Sweet Child of Mine, I'm pretty sure. No, maybe I didn't play. I don't think you. You know what I like about Gib is that he played an Ibanez guitar, Mm -hmm. and now his musical act is Gibbonez, Mm -hmm. and I just think that's pretty cool. I don't think he actually performs under that name, does he? And I don't think he played many Ibanezes either. Oh no, he definitely loved Ibanez. No, he is. He is Gibbonez. He performs under Gibbonez. Yeah, he's Gibbonez. What a nice man. I'm sure he is. Yeah, cool guy. Um, but I think his the last dad was Greek and probably part of the mob uh, in Greece and like flee. Oh, I shouldn't put this on the podcast. <laughs> he don't fled. Worry. He fled Greece. Point is, he threatened me because I put dreadlocks in his son's hair, and he was like, "You're not a poof, are you?" <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! He didn't say that. Not You're not a poof. Not, not in so many words. You're not a poof, are you? <laughs> My son, he yeah. he doesn't do things like that. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? He asked yeah. me to dreadlock his hair. Not to poof. I don't you. even <laughs> think dreadlocks are. are, are they I a think gay it was thing? more the idea that I was touching his oh, hair and right. doing his hair. You can do it if you're not a poof. <laughs> yeah. I don't want. You and then to he'd be also poof. like berate me for an hour and a half about like how much he loved. Who's that? Like electronic, classical, the Four Seasons guy. Because oh, I made dance Vince music. Colossimo. Yeah, Vince Colosimo. He loved Vince Colosimo. I don't know. I don't know who you Actually, you know about. what he did like? He liked... um, <laughs> Who's that comedian? Ostentatious? Uh, no, not ostentatious, but... um, Fucking... Uh, Fiona O'Loughlin? I don't know if he actually was a quote-unquote wog or he was pretending to be a quote-unquote wog was mm. his bit. 
Um, what's his name? Uh, fuck. Uh, Australian comedian. No, not Con the Fruiterer. Not Con the Fruiterer. I think he did music oh, as well as... Not the Wog Boy. Not the Wog Boy. Do you know who I'm talking music. about? Are you talking did about music? the one from... Um, no, was a comedian. Maybe he didn't do music. Nick Giannopoulos, maybe? No, not no, Nick Giannopoulos. A bit earlier. I think he didn't actually... Yeah, I don't think he actually was like of European oh, heritage. Effie. Not Effie. <laughs> Yeah. You, you've got your finger on the pulse though. Acropolis now, something. Yeah, uh, but it's not Con the Fruiter. It's not. It's not Mark Mitchell he was an pretending actual, to be He was Greek. an actual comedian. Like his his whole com- comedic like bit was like that he was. I want to say Greece, Greek, um, mm. Greek uh, immigrant to Australia. Fuck! I used to hate watching like the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, and there would just be like, and it's not that I dislike any of these people, but they would go into their stereotypes so hard. Like that would be yeah. their whole thing. There would be a, a gay man and then there would be a Greek person and then there would be an Asian person. Like I don't dislike any of these subcultures, oh, but sure. that yeah, would be like sure. their We're entire thing. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do, especially if you're on the gala. You get like five minutes, right? You got to just be like, this is my persona. Yeah. This is my one thing. You can't get away from who you are, but sh- I don't know. You know, like there could just be stuff that everybody could, because otherwise you're either laughing at we're laughing at something that I relate to because I am also of that subculture or, or I'm laughing at it or I'm laughing I'm outside at it, it. yeah because you're teaching me something stereotype. about it. Yeah. yeah why can't we all just get along basically I wish comedians would just say that when they get up on stage Costa someone Costa oh yeah oh, someone Costa oh well, yeah well there was Costa Zoo the boxer but I don't think that's the one I think you are onto something there. And I think the last character-based movie that was ever made was the latest Borat movie. True, yeah. yeah. He's still doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Do you think Mike Myers ever regrets not going in the hidden camera style mockumentary and being like the Guru Pitka, you know, just running around and doing crazy shit like Sacha Baron Cohen does? He probably played with the idea for a while. I reckon... Yeah. I'm always interested in those failed experiments that actors and comedians go on. Um, Do you remember a few years ago when Mike Myers unannounced became the new host of a remake of The Gong Show in the US, but he was doing it as a character and not telling anyone it was him? And it was like an old English guy and he had full prosthetics on, like a fake nose and a fake chin. And he and he and they were just like it's the new host of the Gong Show, and this guy's called like Tommy someone, let's just say Tommy London, and then he just did the whole thing in like an English accent and just never said that he was Mike Myers for like the first few episodes. Oh, I don't remember that at yeah, all. Yeah, it didn't last long. Will Arnett was like a producer on it, maybe one of the judges, but yeah, it was just like one of those weird things that ABC did. This is like two or three years ago. This is yeah. recent. Yeah, that's Quangers. I do this remember. Um, fucking insane. I remember when we had a late night TV show that was a cartoon character. Oh, I remember that. No, yeah, oh, it was like David Tench. David Tench. Tench. The uh, Tench report. It was called something. like yeah, Tench Tonight Tench or something. Tonight. Mm. What the fuck was that shit? Oh, I also remember that Kanye West was in the movie that we were discussing. Oh, yes. oh that's right. Because this was famously after the George yeah. Bush doesn't care about black people Hurricane yeah, when, Katrina uh, thing, yeah, which was Mike Myers that. and Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. So they, they played themselves, right? Like Mike Myers yeah. and Kanye West. Are, 
And they literally yeah. just high fived and hugged, and it was like just to be like, just for us to be like, oh, oh they're friends. Yeah, yeah, they're getting along. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Kanye was ever like, and George Bush doesn't care about black people. And you know what? Fuck Mike Myers too. <laughs> Mike Myers just had <laughs> Mike Myers just had an expression on his face. Of like, like, oh, he's not reading happening? the prompter, but it's my turn to speak again, so I'll just read the prompter again. And if you can please donate any money, yeah, yeah, that's such a good clip. But yeah, they, they got him in just to make amends for that. So that's why this movie is so important. Things yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, Jessica Simpson was big at the time. She was on Newlyweds with Nick Lachey. She was big. She was getting big, if you know what I mean. Like, well, look, I'm going to give this movie a 7.2. And that's mm. not out of 10. I mean, it is, but not your classic 10. It's out of a 10 that we've been sort of sliding the scale on since we started this podcast. So compared to all the other movies and how they've ranked amongst 0 to 10, uh, I give it a 7.2. Now, if I was to put it in real-world terms, like to put it up against movies like The Matrix. Um, the Baby the Ma- Matrix. The Baby <laughs> Matrix 2. Uh, Baby Matrix Reloaded. Matrix Redubbed. I'd probably give it about a 5. But yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say it's 7.2. Entertaining. Uh not too challenging. <laughs> Some of the movies we've watched have been too challenging. Yeah, this one wasn't too cha- Well, actually, yeah, cuz you're like, what is that? What are they trying to do? You end up thinking harder I to try and make up for. I remember his name, Andrew Denton. He was nice. No, he's ta- he's taking my leg and I'm he's just I'm taking your leg. I've taken Well, your it's leg. not just that he's pulling it. He's actually taken both legs. I'm going to take your 7.2, Morgan. Yes. And I'm going to call you by lowering your bet and saying, I give this a 6.2. You're lowering my bed? Your bet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, Hayden, if you were to give this Sorry, something out of 10. I looked at my yeah. phone for like 10 minutes trying to find this fucking dickhead. Did you just search Costa Australian I Comedian? I searched 90s Comedian Australian Wog. <laughs> <laughs> and did you find the ones we suggested? Yes. Nick Giannopoulos, yes. Effie, Costa. Con the Fruiter. Yes. There's some Costa out there. I know yeah. there is. I don't know, I know it. Costa. K-O-S-T-A. I have to message Gib and ask him. It's going to be a hard fucking message to send after 10 years of no contact. I don't think so. Is it Michael Costa? Is it Costa Giorgius? No. Probably was just I don't think it is a Costa, Costa now. It was a Vince someone. Anyway, would you give Vinny. The Love Guru out of 10? Five. It's just a flat five? It's fine. It's good. It's yeah. funny. It's um, better than a lot of shit. Do you guys watch. think Mitch would give The Love Guru? Oh, uh, okay. 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 Uh, it, it, I, I uh, had some guys, problems with it, but... Uh, um, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, 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 come back to me. I feel like the movie was... Okay. Let me just set the scene. What do you guys think the crazy frog would give this movie? I could think you'd give it a ring-a-ding-ding-ding-ding. <laughs> All right. Orphan. Take us out, Sally. Who's Sally? You guys. Oh, yeah, oh. Sally. Sally sisters. Well, I've been... Hold on, wait. Should we talk about what we'll watch next? Because there is a... <laughs> Thank God. I didn't know what I was about <laughs> to say. Sally sisters? <laughs> Where have you been there? Sorry, Morgan, I interrupted. Hello, everybody. Oh, it's just there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Arrested Development? No, it's The Simpsons. Oh, he's, okay. he's trying to get a baby to laugh when he's taking a photo. He's like, I'm going to put some helium in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just normal there. Uh, 
Yeah, so uh, tune in next week for more Simpsons quotes. Yeah. We um yeah, we've obviously gone off the list. The next movie that was on the list looked like <laughs> extra bad. Like what just is it? it was a drama film. I'll get I'll get it up in a sec, but I just remember looking at it having never heard of it, knowing Remember, nothing about it. You were really it. concerned about Killing Me Softly and that was one of the best films we've seen. Yeah, that was that actually was a, a rocker. Movie. This movie's called Constellation from 2005. Oh, so the shit. next episode, we're going to do Constellation from 2005. It's a drama film that was released in uh, 2007. What the hell? <laughs> it's a French, it had a French premiere. It's not it's, more French game It movies. looks like it's uh, an African-American movie starring Make Billy D. Williams. Is it French? Is it African-American? Zoe Saldana's in it. It, was, it just premiered mm, in like France. Well, Saldana. like a Saldana. Okay, I see what happened here. Zoe Saldana. Yeah. So it premiered in a film festival in 2005, okay. but it wasn't released in the States till literally two years later. And so I know what the listeners are thinking. 2007? That's like yesterday. Well, yeah. guess what, bitch? That's more than <laughs> 10 years ago. There's still plenty of trash for us to listen oh, to. Oh, man. There's so many um, uh, Seven was... Uh, uh, this is my uh, Christopher Walken voice now. Uh, I had a gold watch. That's such a painful voice to hear oh, without a pop filter. Yeah, it's, pain- just it's painful for me to, <laughs> to say it as well. Your father had a gold watch and he uh, made me stick it up his ass. Okay. Stick it right up his ass. Okay. That's, so, that's Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Bruce Willis. Oh, and remember that movie, Plump Fiction? fiction? <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to watch Plump Fiction. <laughs> we got to stop fiction. adding movies. There's like Plump still fiction. like 30 movies on here. The next one's Constellation. It's set in Alabama. Ooh. It's going to, I think it's just not going to be funny or Ooh. interesting. I think it's just going to be a, a slow, boring drama. Sick. Um, but that, we, we must watch it next because we need to tick mm. the list off. Yeah. The Love Guru was not on the list. Thank I you for listening. Baby Geniuses too. Yeah, and yeah. thanks to the winners yeah, of the too. Gold Diggers DVD, someone sent me the code words. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's nice. So. Holy heck. Was it me? No. Nah. You? It was what, one what of our fans. What do we do to get our listenership up? What we, I don't know. Good. How do we increase I mean, I don't like, li- do I don't like watching the, the movies. Days. I assume people don't like listening. Do you remember when we had Netflix star Zachary Ruane on our podcast? Yeah. Mm, oh, yes. What happened to that, though? Yes, I, what's it, he been up to lately? Well, he's been curating film What's festivals and really? hosting podcasts about bad movies. Has he? Has yeah. He? That's so strange. Where did he get that idea? I don't know. It's almost like he came on our podcast, thought, oh, this he is came a great on idea. Our podcast, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He did. And then he thought, well, that was really fun. I wonder if I could do that and not have those guys involved yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's to his detriment because it will fail. It's almost yes. as if his There's appearance on our show was the highest energy moment that mm. we've ever had. Yeah. And he was able to take that energy and just take our format that take we that invented. And fucking yeah. Put it, yeah, because there are no podcasts out there that review and um, relay bad movies. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm have you guys heard of that podcast where they just watch Grown Ups over and over and over again? <laughs> I just think that is such a <laughs> premise. Mm. Like Isn't it called like the worst podcast in the world? I or the don't worst know. I don't right? care. It's good. Have you guys heard of Auntie Donna? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, wow. We, sh- we should try and collect the other two Auntie Donnas onto our podcast. Oh, oh yeah. Let's collect, collect them all. Them. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, oh, I've got an no. Auntie Donna out the front of my work building. <laughs> 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 it's a bit of a grumble bump. 